You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. I am your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us here on this special issue of Talking Wrestling. It's our one-year anniversary show. One-year anniversary. I don't have any sound effects. That's like um, kazoos and fireworks. Um, hey, before we get to the show, uh, let's just briefly go over um, the social media outlets where you can find us on. Uh, of course, on the Twitter, you can find us at TNWPod on the Twitter. Uh, we just recently cracked 100 followers. We're growing every day. Thank you for joining us up on the Twitter. We appreciate that. Um, also, on uh, Facebook, we are at Talking Wrestling. Uh, T A L K N Wrestling. R E S T L I N G. On the Instagram, we're at Talking Wrestling Podcast. And on the Gmail, we're at Talking Wrestling at gmail.com. Send us a Gmail. Tell us if you're liking the show. Tell us if you have any ideas for the show. We're open to hear listening to all your ideas and reading all your ideas and suggestions on what we can what we can do to make the show better uh, for you. Um, yeah. So with that said, hit us up on all those uh, platforms. Uh, also, if you're on iTunes, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Here we are a year in. Um, we've just finished our first year, and I'm completely happy with where the show's at and with the numbers that we have. Eventually, we want to grow them and grow them and grow the show. You know, eventually move towards live shows, maybe a Patreon someday, even. But however, right now, uh, we just want you to rate, review, subscribe, help us build the show. You will get an 80s postcard sent to you. We have many wrestlers available. Uh, all that takes is a five-star rating and a nice review on iTunes, whether you're on the American iTunes or on the British iTunes or on the uh, Canadian iTunes or on whatever iTunes you're on. If you're listening in Australia, which I don't know if you are, but, uh, you know, give us a review on your Australian iTunes. We will mail you these postcards. I want to get rid of them. So let's get going, folks. Thanks for joining us. The first year anniversary. We made it. We did it. I didn't think I was going to go past 20 episodes, but here we are a year later on our 52nd episode. We did 51 the first season. Next year, we'll probably do another 51, maybe 52. Um, But we had one week off, and man, it's been a run. It's been a great, great time, and I never expected to be having the fun that I'm having doing this show. It's been a learning process, and uh, I thank you all for being patient with me. I want to thank all of our guests uh, the first season. So uh, if you were a guest and you were on the show, thank you very kindly. Of course, you know who you are. You know, so many of you. Well, we had 
51 guests maybe but they you know first of all um any of the wrestlers that have come on anybody that is involved with uh wwe in any fashion way or form uh, jason sensation was our first uh get and uh that was a great episode if if you're new to the show some of these episodes you should go back and listen to the jason sensation episode it's just fantastic. He's so entertaining. That guy can do anybody's voice, and he's fantastic. And it's a fantastic issue. So check out um, the Jason Sensation episode. Check out all of them. The back catalog is uh, filled with jewels and treats. From Letterkenny, K. Trevor Wilson, Squirrely Dan, uh, big wrestling fan, big man, uh, the man-made mountain of Canadian comedy himself, uh, very funny guy, uh, that's an entertaining issue, very smart wrestling guy. Uh, Jan Murphy, one of my uh, good friends now uh, because of the show, uh, Jan Murphy is a uh, uh, a wrestling journalist out of Kingston, Ontario, and uh, has so many great stories. And he's been such a good friend to the show. Him and Ryan Denis, uh, who they run a entertainment up here in Canada, a one entertainment, and uh, they've been uh, responsible for getting me shows such as Ted DiBiase, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, uh, Ken Shamrock, Tommy Dreamer. Uh, Spenny from Kenny versus Spenny, uh, the Comedy Central show, and also big up here in Canada, uh, as well as, you know, we had a recent fun episode with Old School, the referee, uh, up here in Canada, Jimmy Connolly, I believe his name is, uh, and first time I met him was, uh, at House of Hardcore, and this is a referee who started refereeing at 45 years old and he's now 63 and he's still refereeing to this day uh he's got a great story arda ocal you might know him as uh kyle edwards uh he was just on last week and he was fantastic as well as rj city who is going to be fighting david arquette former wcw champion david arquette is coming out of retirement and he's wrestling RJ City. Ken Shamrock. We had Ken Shamrock on, of course. Tommy Dreamer was a great episode. You might want to check that out. Pete Zedlacher, one of Canada's top comedians. Fantastic. Great episode. Thank you. Oh, my God. Jimmy Corderas. Oh, for the referee from the WWE for so many years. He came on the show and was fantastic. Uh, Rudy Blair, a very, very big wrestling fan great guy to talk wrestling with he was on two two times in the last year and fantastic oh from also from aftermath uh nug was on he's very very funny very entertaining so funny to talk wrestling with uh chris cody you might have heard my undertaker story if you haven't it's on the best of the best of festive issue which is uh the best of the year you know and uh, chris cody is the guy in my undertaker story if you haven't heard that go to the festive best of 2017 and uh, listen to that also uh, i'm also going to plug uh some other episodes that i like uh, rory scoville i don't even need to plug rory scoville rory scoville is not the biggest wrestling fan however uh he is in i feel pretty with amy schumer and uh, he's our top rated episode the most listens is the roy scoville episode and he's not even a wrestling fan what's that all about man but hey what a great guest he was and we had a lot of fun with him and hopefully he'll come back on the show and do it again just a stellar first year 
um you know and i'm still surprised i'm doing it and we're embarking on the second season uh now and uh, a second year of the show and it's very exciting and um we're going to kick it off right now i wouldn't be doing this without uh the guidance and the mentoring of one of my best friends uh vince averill from we watch wrestling and uh i couldn't think of anybody better to spend the one year anniversary talking wrestling with than my good friend vince averill and we're going to go to that interview right now so casey why don't you take it away Ah, uh, folks, thanks for joining us, and Casey, thanks for throwing to myself once again. We've got a great guest right now. You guys, you know him, you love him, he's a friend of the show. You know him from his show. There's, you wouldn't be listening to this show without listening to his show, and you know his show, on HeadGum, out of Los Angeles, from We Watch Wrestling, one of my best friends in the whole world, Vince Averill is here. Vince Averill, how you doing, bud? Oh, Corbini, any day that I get to come on, talk to you, hang out with you, is a fucking blessing my man and so i thank you and i'm excited to be here dude it's been it's been a while it's been a while since we chatted so i was glad that this was coming up and i was like ah, oh, i'm gonna get a good chat on with the with the vin man and uh it's gonna be sweet so uh how are things with you lately things are going well everything is going excellent man one foot in front of the other big summer for the show and everything's good and you know it's um wrestling is fantastic right now even when people are getting injured i'm happy like uh Sammy yeah. Zayn just had a career saving injury. <laughs> Would you say that? Right. He's in the worst storyline possible. The best thing possible is <laughs> tearing both rotator cuffs so he can make it back from Mania and not have to deal with Bobby Lashley at all. Yeah, he may have uh, not realized one was torn and he was anxious to tear the other one so that he could take some time. I have no idea, but it, I think it uh it, it's going to work out for him to go away and then hopefully come back in a situation he plugged into Yeesh, dude. Bobby Lashley, I got no time for it. I just think that whole storyline was terrible. The guys in drag was terrible. The sisters. Everything was horrible from the get-go, considering the talent that they have. And the best thing about it is I picture Kevin in the backstage pulling on his other arm going, Tear the other one, Kev. I got to get out of the (laughs) storyline. Help me out. Help me out. Uh, and then he said, Yeah, I just, I have never been a fan of, of Lastly. Like, I just don't, he is the most, I don't even know, he's got one dimension. It's just, it's just boring. He's just, he just is not an exciting guy. No, he's not. He's such, he's a great wrestler. He's got an amazing body. Uh, his head looks too, like, his head looks like a pea on his body. <laughs> But his eyes are too close together. So on a small head, right. when your eyes are too close together, it you just look weird. And I'm not saying that Bobby Lashley yeah. looks weird, but I am saying Bobby Lashley looks weird. And I've already met him. I'm not going to meet him again, I don't think. And I'm probably not going to get another picture with him. <laughs> so I think I can say Bobby Lashley's head looks weird. He's going to be waiting for you, man. Oh, boy. He, and, and from a performance standpoint, like wearing the the baseball cap pulled down like to come out for a promo segment is just i don't know man it's a little weird yeah he was wearing the cap when i got my picture with him uh yeah i think he is having a picture but that's his new thing he's a cap guy ball cap guy (laughs) (laughs) that's his gimmick yeah man he's like uh Mm. i've got a ball cap and three sisters (laughs) it's like somehow it's like it feels kind of tactical it looks like he's standing behind 
you know, Stallone or somebody in a court, like it's not even expendables, but it's of that ilk where there's like the dude in the back who's just wearing that hat. You know? I think he's definitely expendable, but also <laughs> I also think his hats would look like if Dean Ambrose was in his shield outfit, that hat would look good on Dean Ambrose. There you go. Yes. It's very tactical. But if, if Dean Ambrose tried to put it on his head, it would look like one of those hats you get ice cream at the stadium, and it would be so tiny. I know. The way you get yeah. <laughs> you put that on. You can. I heard that you can. Some stadiums you can get actual real big helmets filled with ice cream. Well, they do the nacho like that at Dodger Stadium, but I, I haven't seen the ice cream. That would be that's some Ziggy Piggy type type situation. <laughs> it would be Ziggy Piggy. Oh my god, that would be the best. I would probably work on that the whole game. Like, you got to get it in you because once it starts to leak, like once it starts to milk, it's well, going to leak out the bottom. You better hope they got the roof closed at the Rogers Center that night because it's going to be melting pretty fast. I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm taking off from Toronto for a couple of weeks because I just don't want to be here because of Tavares. <laughs> because of the John Tavares trade, I'm leaving to go to Ottawa for a few You're weeks. You're forced to leave your home. Yeah. This, this trade is is ruining your life from every direction i don't want to have to deal with the fan the hockey fans here in toronto oh my god yeah and world cup's going on so it's bad enough as is right now cheapers but it's great yeah. time for wrestling a lot of great wrestling coming to ottawa i mean toronto mm-hmm. you know who's coming up to toronto the date is uh july 15th i believe and i'm gonna go see him because i'm excited uh walter is coming to toronto as part of what show? Uh, Smash Wrestling is doing a crossover okay. promotion with uh, CZW. Is that it? CZW, yes. That's the uh, promotion that Ambrose started in. and Kevin Steen and some of those guys. Sami Zayn both went um, there. You know, yeah, I mean, a lot of guys have worked there, but it is it is the promotion. They Every every summer they do the um, Tournament of Death. They have the, there's a lot of, it's, it, it was the promotion that was sort of felt like you know, it, it had sort of taken up the real violent end of ECW because it's also out of Philly. Okay. But they also have a lot of great rep, like just, you know, the, the way ECW does and, uh, you know, did after it got going, I think they now have a lot more um, mm-hmm. sort of technical matches as well. You know? Yeah, that's that's a good, that's like, a I good think, thing. I don't think Walton's going to be taking a weed whip to the head. If you know. Oh, no, no. I think he's just going to do what he does and just it's going to be a lot of slaps and a lot of chops. And a lot of mm. ooing and aahing by the audience. Do you know who he's who he's wrestling or not yet? Oh, jeepers! I saw who he's wrestling, and I wonder if they know what they're in for. Um, yeah, yeah. Some bastard's gonna get their chest turned into ground beef. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait to watch it. I can't wait to see him. <laughs> I can't wait to. I'm gonna tell him. I'm gonna tell him a little story about uh, how I saw him in Reseda and how I went to the CVS. And Zack Sabre Jr. was mm-hmm. there. So I let Zack Sabre Jr. up in line, and then I stood behind him, and then Walter just came and mm-hmm. butted in. I think I'm going to tell oh, him that story. <laughs> yeah, we don't, then, we don't cut in this country. We don't cut lines in this country, and if you do cut <laughs> lines, you give them a mm-hmm. deal on their T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's time, to, it's time to make it right. Exactly. That would be the best. I can't wait to meet him. There's some other cards coming up to Toronto as well. We have, uh, uh, of course, Raw is coming in in August, uh, which would be great. I'll be there. But uh, Slammiversary is being filmed here, and uh, I'm going to go to Slammiversary as well, which I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I sort of have wanted to take a look at Impact since Cyrus got involved. You know, I've, mm-hmm. heard, I've heard some things have turned around, but I still have not 
there was one evening when I was sitting here and I was trying to figure out, do I, are they on cable? Do I have it on my cable? I, I couldn't figure out how to watch it, but I, I am semi interested in at least seeing what, what's going on. Are you following it at all? Or are you just going to kind of go to Slammiversary? I'm kind of going to go to Slammiversary. I've been not loosely following it. I know who's there. They have a YouTube page to uh, yeah. impact. So I'll usually watch yeah. like the clips on their page and just to learn you know like uh uh apparently scott steiner did a frankensteiner off the top rope last night excuse I, me scott I, steiner is it? i didn't even know scott steiner was working for them he's working for them yeah uh apparently oh he did God. a a hurricanrana or you know a frankensteiner off the top rope yeah. last night at his age wow so See now I'm just, I'm starting to put the pieces together here. Of course you're going to slam versus you you've always been one of his freaks. I don't mind big that. Papa Pump. I can't wait to see get my freak on. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, well, Conan is you're, you're going to hear him when he hollers. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Conan is there as well, and then there's that tag team LAX. I think it's uh, a really popular. Yep. Um, and then uh, I don't know. I know they got um, oh Evan. Uh, I mean, uh, what's his name? Cage, Brian Cage is a big motherfucker. He's got, there. They've got Eddie Edwards and um, Sammy Callahan. I don't know if that feud's still going on or if they blew that off. No, yet. they're still there. And um, okay. who else do I want to say is there? Trevor Lee, I think. Yeah, Trevor Lee is there. Yes, not to be confused yeah. with uh, the other Lee, uh, who's going to Bruce Lee. No, wow. What's the <laughs> other big big guy? Travis is it? Tra- Travis Lee. No, it's Trevor Lee, and there's um, who's the big uh, the big guy that just signed with NXT? Who used to be uh, uh, an indie wrestler from Cleveland, I think maybe from. He was down in uh, uh, PWG for a bit. Why am I not remembering? B- um, big black guy. People are people are screaming it at us. Oh, um, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Basking his glory. He's uh, he's going to be in NXT, as I believe. That was amazing yeah. too. The last NXT takeover, all the takeovers are great, but this is the first time where I honestly felt that last takeover and Money in the Bank. I honestly felt that for the first time in four days, did they get all four shows were great. Like I thought Takeover was great. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. Money in the Bank. Uh, the next yep. night, the Raw was fantastic. And then uh, SmackDown delivered too, and I was like, "Wow, I can't remember the last time I watched the WWE deliver yeah. four for four. Yeah, it was one of those where the like Matt and whoever was saying to me, "Like, did you did you see SmackDown? You know, which is not something you, don't, you yeah don't you don't hear that. No, and it might be that, that SmackDown is is great, but you, but you're just not getting drawn over there. But uh, but uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was a little four piece. Are you gonna are you coming down here for Survivor Series, man? Are you gonna make it down? Over that's the plan. Don't worry about tickets. I'm just gonna get tickets when I get down there. But I think that's the okay. plan. But I don't care about the the Raw or the SmackDown really. Uh, I, I, I want to no, focus I mean, on Takeover and uh, and and Survivor Series. That'll be good because we we have Survivor Series tickets, but we don't. We haven't NXT. They haven't put them on sale yet. Like they, you could buy all four days. Yeah. But you couldn't buy them individually, so so maybe you'll know better. But but that'd be cool if you could, be, you know, at least be with us for for NXT. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like I can go. Like I will go with you guys. I'll just sit somewhere else and then hook up with you guys afterwards. Yeah. You know, or, yeah, yeah. or or you know, I'll I'll uh, 
when Sibley wants to take a walk around the Staples Center to see what uh, food place is open, I'll come down and sit with you guys for those two matches. Well, and you know how like you know how we like to do. We like to meet up before and after for meetings. Oh, of course, of course. There has to be uh, um, delicious eats beforehand and uh, and wrestling treats during. So yeah, I can't wait. Now, now yeah, you got so we're going up to San Francisco this weekend. I don't know when this is coming out, but. Uh, as I talk to you, you know, me and the boys are headed up to San Francisco this weekend for the New Japan show at the Cow Palace. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, it's very exciting, man, because, one, the Cow Palace is a it's historic legendary. building that I've never been in. And, um, you know, the, every New Japan show I've been to so far has been so fun and so well, you know, put on. And you can, you're promised at least a couple matches that blow your mind and everything else is really good. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that. And, you know, when, when the card got announced, I think that some people were scratching their neck beards and, and I get it, but like you, you have to, I think you have to look at it like new Japan at this point, everything they do is for a reason. Um, it's very well thought out. So, you know, if, if on this show, you know, there's a couple of multi-man tags, it's because they're building a story somewhere for another thing. They're not going to come and, give you the tokyo dome you know so you just yeah it's like I, it, it bugged me when and when it came when they finally announced the card people were like oh it's just like a house show it's like yeah it is just a house show mm-hmm. but there's going to be title matches it's it's just going to be so good I, I can't wait i can't wait to see it man. to me it's like if you want to watch you know it's just the, the best wrestling going is new japan mm-hmm. like uh dominion was so fantastic uh, yep. Can Big Mike Elgin even call himself big anymore? What is he, a cruiserweight now? <laughs> like, He's ripped Mike Elgin. That's going to be an interesting one because I haven't seen him in the United States since that whole thing went down with him. And Yeah, the allegations. You know, there was the, you know, the allegations. And so it, I mean, the allegations were simply that he was like going after this woman who had said, this person that you're booking did these things to me or whatever, you know? Yeah. But I've only seen him. He has not been back to Mercedes. And then when he showed up in Chicago, they shit on it. So I'm just wondering what the temperature is going to be in the cow palace. I mean, I, I guess I don't, I'm not, he is on the card, right? I would imagine he is. Maybe he's not even on the card. Yeah. It seems like he didn't. He be. just won but a anyway. title at dominion. Did he win a title? Yeah. He won one of the titles. I think. Yeah. But I don't know that. I don't think every title is on the line. Like, cause he won, wasn't he in the, like, did he win the never or was he in a mix? I think I think he won the never, yeah. So he'll oh, never yeah, defend that title in uh, in, in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, I mean it might not work, but uh, you know we watch wrestling. We're going to do a live show before the show at the Cow Palace, so that's always fun. Yeah, and, that's uh, great. Yeah, yeah, and then we got uh, the following Sunday is a suburban fight show, which we've been doing uh, commentary for, um, where they do these these no ring matches in a bar. Um, that are insane, and then they'll have bands play, and they finally just announced what we already knew, which is that the band for this particular suburban fight is going to be Negative Approach, which is a classic hardcore band from Detroit that I love. Oh, awesome. Um, I'm actually excited for that. Now, wait a minute. Um, Do you say there's no ring? No. So these at these shows, they they just there's a referee, and... Um, I guess they did ha- sort of have a tag match once, but they're mostly singles matches, and they just beat the shit out of each other everywhere around the bar using all sorts of things. Darby Allen is, is a specialist because, as anyone who's seen Darby Allen knows, he is a 
he does not have a lot of regard for his own well-being. And who's he um, wrestling? But, and is uh, I, I thought I saw is Joey Janela on the show? Yeah, I think it's I think it's Janela and 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 Darby, and then um, Brody King has been on on all of them uh, so far. So I know he's working against. Um, um, who the heck is he? Uh, let me see. I'm going to pull the card up real quick. Heather Monroe from the Killer Bays is is going to be on the show against Tuna. Oh, Brody King is wrestling Filthy Tom Lawler. Oh yeah. Which you know Booker T will tell you you can't always make the crossover from MMA to wrestling that easy. But uh, Filthy Tom's going to try to do it in the bar with no ring. We'll see what happens to him. Well, um, that's a good you know that's a good uh, stepping stone because there's no ring to get into there. It's just a bar fight. It sounds like <laughs> right, you know, yeah. and, and that's where MMA started was bar fighting, right? Yeah. So, have you seen? Uh, yeah, the old uh, the old tough man competitions. I remember those. Well, Shamrock was talking about it when he was uh, when I was with him. He was telling us he still prefers no weight like no weight classes. Uh, you know, like just <laughs> anything goes, you know, two guys. Yeah. He goes, the first match ever, he's like, this guy went up and football kicked a guy's head, like full on punted it after he got him down. Everybody's like, oh my God, you know, like stop it. You know, like, uh, yeah, he says yeah. that's when it was better, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a tough man in Detroit that Mr. T was, was the host. He was like the MC of it for some reason. Oh, and you went, and this, you were there? This, this, yeah. And this oh big God, dude, awesome. this big dude got jacked up and Mr. T's just yelling in the mic, like, you dog that boy. Like just, just like making fun of the poor guy <laughs> on the microphone. Uh, oh, I'm looking here. There's Michael Elgin is not on the card in San Francisco, so I think they decided to go ahead and uh, yeah, just leave keep him, him yeah overseas on ice there rather than be controversial. Uh, yeah, but th- that's going to be fun. And then, um, well, you know, we got the big anniversary show in August here, five years strong. Five years. Um, we're going back to we're going back to the copper still. We looked into some other venues, and then we said, you know what, this is our american legion this is our ecw arena like we're gonna take it right back to the copper still and uh rock it till the wheels fall off you know that's gonna be great and you're and when you when are you doing your fifth year show or is that the one the show i mean because you got you got your that's fifth the, year and you have the san fran show yeah. right two shows coming up yeah san, san fran is this saturday july 7th before the cow palace we're going to be at a place called the dark horse Inn. that's right right near less than a mile away and then on August 11th, which is also a Saturday, we're going to be in Los Angeles at the Copper Still for the for the five year anniversary show. And then at the um, end of the month, so, at the end of the month, where are you going to be? <laughs> you going to be in Chicago? <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes, we're all in. You're all in, <laughs> man. Thank you, thank you. We're all in. And uh, we are. Uh, I think our we're we're whatever Sunday we're doing Starcast on Sunday, whatever that date is. But yeah. we're definitely going to be at the All In Show. So it'll, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's a hot summer, man. And a lot of other things that are cooking that we're not even talking about yet, but it's, uh, it's exciting time. So wrestling's hot. We're hot. We're cooking. We watch the wrestling's cooking. Everybody's cooking. The shock master's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> we just watched that. Uh, my, my roommate, uh, who is a wrestling, um, fanatic as well. He has, ne- he brought up the shock master the other night. And then I started going into the, everybody's cooking and he didn't get it. And I was like, Oh my oh. God, have you never watched the actual flair for gold? 
before the Shockmaster? Oh, and he was like, no. And I'm like, to be honest, I don't think the Shockmaster needed to come out for that train wreck. I was like, the, the, the Flare oh, for Gold is hilarious <laughs> in its own right. Like... The, oh. Oh, the, the bulldog, like all the wrestlers at one point are standing with their backs towards the audience and the camera. No one's cheating to the camera. No the one. Bulldog is out of his mind on something. Ric Flair just leaves. He leaves. He just takes <laughs> off before the Shockmaster gets there. <laughs> you know. Well, uh, that, I mean, he was like, I'm not going to get any of this on me. I'm out of here. Oh, well, Flair came in with them. Like, he looked like the Kramer from the episode where Kramer was dating the black girl and he went for a tan. And then he comes in and he's, and he's way too tanned. Flair is like, <laughs> like George Hamilton yeah. times 10. In that, oh. and he's so dark, and then of course, you know, Sting and and Davy Boy have no chemistry together. It's kind of awkward watching them try to make it through this promo, and then Stid is uh, just yelling anything. But uh, one of the funniest yeah. things that I never noticed before was because uh, Shockmaster <laughs> Shockmaster wasn't doing his own voice. Uh, he was supposed to right. start reacting when he heard Ol's voice, but mm-hmm. when Sid starts screaming, he starts doing hand gestures because he thinks that's his voice. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ol starts, yeah. and then he realizes, oh, and then he really starts the hand gestures. I've never noticed that part before because Sid's like Dude. Shockmaster, and he's like pointing at Sid yeah. as as he's saying it, like he's. Oh fuck! It's so funny. So yeah, funny. Sid, is, Sid just decides to start yelling over top of everyone. Yeah, yeah, but that's good because it gave a chance for Booker T to drop an N bomb. <laughs> oh it. Jesus! Oh my God! And it telling you, I wish somebody would just take it and like analyze it. And like track for track, like separate the tracks of what, you know, where you could hear Davy Boy saying, he fucking fell on his arse, you know, and, uh, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and then where, where, where Booker's like, who is this motherfucker? You know, he says, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's Sid that says, I told you, I told you, because apparently before they like when they refixed the wall they put a board there yeah. now that's what he trips over right but sid pointed at the board he's like he's gonna trip over that board and they're like he'll step he stepped over it he'll step over it he'll be okay and like nope oh, one of the greatest I moments you. i told you like, and then, oh uh, and then i love that the Shockmaster after that he just wore like a hard hat like he was you know, working on the telephone lines or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's where he got, he gets shocked on the telephone lines all the time. Um, <laughs> I was shocked that they could, that, uh, star Wars didn't sue them for bedazzling a stormtrooper helmet, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like it was, a, it was it was the right time in history or something where George Lucas didn't have his finger on it. He did not have his finger on the pulse. I wonder if George Lucas saw it today what he would think. Well, nothing because it's Disney's now, but uh, but he would be yeah. like Disney's uh, probably figuring out if they can still sue him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They have to go down to the they they go right down to the Thunder and Paradise set and uh, <laughs> which is on their property and uh, hey Hulkster yeah. where's uh, where's Uncle Freddy at <laughs> yeah Jimmy Hart shows up for work and there's just a tape around the set he's like what's going on oh, like, yeah. uh, production is shut down Disney's here man they're pissed about the shock master I guess you could say 
the Shockmaster was in its own in its own way uh, its own natural disaster. No doubt about it. You could absolutely say that. Yeah, a Taurus, and I and I am saying it. Much like um, when Matt McCarthy was on, I said that you know CM Punk showing up at pro wrestling tees is actually the real pro wrestling tees. <laughs> <laughs> like CM Punk is the pro wrestling tease. It's like because he's showing up that weekend. Is he gonna show up? Is he yeah. gonna make card? We don't. He's like he's just signing autographs. That's all he's doing. You know, nobody yeah. said anything. Don't tell Sibley. Well, we don't know, but he's he's gonna be a pro wrestling tease. That's because he is a pro wrestling tease. He's a, the biggest pro wrestling tease out there. Is he gonna wrestle? Is he not gonna wrestle? Who cares? I feel like he finally. I think he finally. Yeah, I don't. But I think he finally put it to bed yeah. in a very non-working way saying i'm the this this is not happening he can go into his legend uh, legend phase of his career he's wrestled enough you know where he can start going and signing autographs and talking to his fans again and then who knows maybe he'll endear himself to wrestling again and will come back three years from now right. or something like that but we don't need him now totally you know it just seems like no you can finally go to a raw in chicago now and not have them chant cm punk every minute of the show so yeah i feel like that's like a beach ball they bring that out when they want to fuck with with whatever's happening now it's not it's not like a um you know where's our guy it's like we know there's a thing that we can sort of poke you with so we'll 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 chant cm punk situationally but it's not because we're actually yelling for him we're just fucking with you you know oh yeah yeah totally there's nobody nobody with those beach balls intends on going to the beach like if this was bash at the if this was bash at the beach totally acceptable that'd be one thing if this is hog wild totally totally acceptable but this is wrestlemania (laughs) we're not at the fucking beach i don't like it at all man it's nowhere no one's going down to new orleans to take a swim no, no, I don't. I've never been there. Well, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm stopping myself right now because I was going to do a very poor Katrina joke, but I won't do it. I, I, I won't. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> no, do it. No. You're better than that. No, enough people were swimming, and I won't do it. You know, I won't say that. So, very exciting. The, um, yeah. So you have that card coming up that you're the the uh, crazy one, but how? Uh, but you know, you're in you're in L.A. You know. You got bar wrestling, yep. you got PWG. These things happen all the time. Yep. And then, you PWG know, PWG is happening that Friday before bar wrestling. So it's like, it's nonstop, man. I, I'm, I'm so happy that at a time <laughs> when wrestling is just on fire, that I'm in a place where there's no shortage of it. I can, you know, it's like, I feel like if I wanted to almost every, every weekend, there's a, there's a show somewhere around. It is like that. There there are six indie promotions running around Toronto, and um, and it's 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 solid right now. Destiny Wrestling runs out of Mississauga and it's run by Santino, Mm -hmm. and they've been bringing Mm -hmm. Impact into their venue and doing some Impact tapings there, as well as having like booking. Um, dream matches like Pete Dunn uh, doing that the, the bruiser weight mm-hmm. the last card they yeah. had him in the main event against Marty Skrull are you kidding me you got the the wow. British uh, the British WWE champion going against the new Japan uh, you know like uh, well he he had the title at the time but it was like here are two glory you know two well-esteemed belts oh. 
uh, and these guys are yeah. going against each other on a show that's not affiliated with WWE. It's fantastic. I don't even know what the equivalent would have been. There, there, there isn't to say like, what if ten years ago? What do you say? Like the IC champ is that a, is that a local show versus the the champ from? You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to think of what the equivalent would have. Even you know, been, maybe like a a, a benefit for a benefit for Brian Pillman or something like that. Right, right, right. Where, right. where you but have now it's every weekend everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Like the last time, the time before that, Bruiserweight um, wrestled Austin Aries, and that was another yeah. great main event. I'm like, I, I'm really glad that they're letting Bruiserweight take like indie, you know, indie bookings while he's over here in North America. If they're not going to use him necessarily on TV over here, why not? You know, because this guy is, you know, he's a kid, but he's a fantastic wrestler, and he's got great mm-hmm. character and charisma and uh now he's wearing uh vader-esque tights i think is a tribute and uh i'm just a big fan of pete down there uh you know i think he's great so and now yeah you know have you watched any of the um the the matches that they've been having over there in uh in great britain yeah well i saw the the first day of the tournament but i have not um regrettably i've not watched the second day and i need to i need to catch up yeah, the um well what did we watch? Um I don't even oh we did watch the tournament. I watched a couple of the matches the other night and yeah. um what were the matches that I wanted to see? Oh Jeepers, I uh, what's his name? I saw him at PWG. Uh he was wrestling with uh, Hastings against the Young Bucks. Uh he looks like Roger Daltrey. Yes, the uh the um He wears the a mod. helmet. What the hell is his ah. But you Come know who I'm me. talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. He wears he, yeah. he's dressed up pretty much like the Union Jack, you know. Um, I thought he, yep. could, I didn't know he was a British guy. I guess all that Union Jack shit, I just didn't pay attention to. It's just like when I saw Hastings, uh, Flash uh, Morgan Webster, Flash Morgan Webster. That's it. Yeah. Oh my God! It'd be yep. in Canada. He'd be Flash Max Webster, which is a, a great rock and roll band from Canada. Like if you're Canadian, you get this, and you're probably laughing at that right now. You're like, I would love Flash Max Webster, but Flash Morgan Webster. Yeah, I saw him last time I was down there. Last time I was down, he was on the card. So um, yeah. it was pretty crazy. Is there anything like, oh man, NXT is just so good. Like, is there anything better? Like, what? There's so many good things. Like, even though New Japan is hitting it the ball of the park when wwe right. is doing things right they're doing it right and you know the you know the johnny gargano feud i love that this is still going on it feels like i'm in the 80s you know this yeah. feud has been a year long even a year and a half and it's you know it's fantastic and also velveteen dream and ricochet oh those two guys oh mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. That was super fun. I mean, for me, like Velveteen dream is he, uh, he just has money written all over him. Yeah. Everything he's done has, has been so entertaining to me. And then he'll have these matches where it's like, he, he can hang, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, but I, I really enjoyed, I mean, it was tough because that particular show, like that opening tag was, was incredible. Of course, the Gargano Champa thing, um, but they were right in there, you know, like yeah. that match, uh, was, was, was really good. Yeah. It's fantastic. Are you happy with, uh, Ronda Rousey's progression? 
Um, yes. I mean, I, uh, she, uh, has, I mean, you know, and the thing is they're also being careful with her. Very. I mean, they did put her out there with Naya and, and we were, you know, I, I thought, Oh my God, you know, but, but she, she totally delivered. I went to the house show out here in Anaheim last weekend and I couldn't believe when she came out, like it, it, she was the star of that entire show, you know? It wasn't Roman Reigns. It wasn't Seth Rollins. It wasn't, uh, you know, they, they, it was it was a stacked Raw house show. Mm-hmm. But when Ronda Rousey came out, boy, people were up and people were were going. And you know, they held her. I think it was an eight eight woman tag, and and they you know held her off for the hot tag, and she came in and, and did her deal, and and people loved it. But uh, I didn't realize how fired up the general public is for her, like the casual fans and the you know. Oh yeah. I think she's, it's, she's you know, she brings um so much to the product, you know what I mean? Like, so many new eyes, and um, I think she's fantastic. Like, you know, WrestleMania, her performance is amazing, and then Money in the Bank, it's just like, here's another great performance, and then she comes out on Raw, and oh, mind-blowing what happens in that first segment. She's, you know, <laughs> those mall cops show up and she takes all those guys out and it's just what they're doing with her is great and then they you know they put her off a of tv for a month fantastic you know it's smart so i just think uh everything they're doing with her is perfect and you know i don't know where it's going to lead to but i really want to see charlotte and Ron- ronda rousey go i'd also like to see trish stratus come back and fight ronda rousey and then uh you know i'd also like to see eventually i'd like to see ronda with the title and uh title versus title against nxt because i'd like to uh, nobody's going to take that title off Shayna brazler so right i would love to see actually them two team up with their belts you know and like because they're best friends and everything like that but then you know um you know maybe by this time who knows what if they're going to fight eventually i want them to fight because Shayna is just so badass but Rhonda, you just she's just her speed is at a different level from everyone else yeah no and there's there there you're right i mean there's there's uh, no shortage of stories that they can tell you know once once she is completely ready but she she is coming along very quickly yeah like my 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 uh, friend told me that uh the wrestlemania match they rehearsed it like start to finish through and through 13 different times like right yeah that's what we had heard that you know that they were they were they did that match and and you know when you're in there with the people she was in there with you know i feel like that's very helpful as well you know but the fact that they were able to go over and over you know and then yeah but then to see her like you know the way she's uh like i said money in the bank she was great and then because you didn't know like Oh, what are they gonna do you know and then wow can she sell like you know it, i almost com- i compared it to brock lesnar because i think brock lesnar is one of the best sellers in wrestling today and you know and then you saw her sell and it's like oh my god you can really see the benefit well, of having Shawn michaels work at the nxt performance center i'll tell you that because who's going to well, teach you know, the class and the selling? other thing too i think i think and this, and this is the reason that they used to beat the shit out of guys when they first were training is because when you've actually suffered the pain, you can sell it much better because you know what it feels like. 
when someone's trying to rip your arm off or you, well, you know, and then you know that that's different than when you get punched in the mouth and you know that's different than when you, you know, so it's like, I think there is a benefit to, to actually having been in, in, you know, uh, having been in, in a fight, a real fight, you know, I never even looked at it that way. And it's so true. Like you, how can you sell yeah. the fear of even getting punched in the face, let alone, not that you're, you fear it. You're a wrestler. Come on. But still, you know, like, right. yeah, how we, how, you know, it's, uh, it's so true. Like you're going to, obviously you're going to sell, you know, um, much you know, better. much yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know, so if you're training with someone, break their leg, it's only going to benefit them in the end, <laughs> you know, yeah, see if they really want to be in there and then, you know, teach them how to sell. It's the Hulk Hogan story right there, brother. Um, <laughs> which is, I, <laughs> if this was your show, there would be a series of beeps going on right now. No, we'd have and, to, we'd have, the answer machine would be going on. Oh, my God. Is he going to show up at all in? <laughs> Do you think he's going to show up there? Hogan? Yeah. No, I think I, it seems like Hogan is hes in the pipeline. To, to going back to head, WWE, head yeah. Going back to New York. He's just... It's just a matter of what what's going on over there. I, I think that he doesn't want to mess with that. It's the same way that you know Jericho was not going to work the Cow Palace. You know, cause oh, he's, he's like, he turned it down. He yeah, t- yeah, he was offered or, he's, or all in. I mean, yes. I think it's yeah, it, it's money. But but for for the New Japan thing, I think it's more just like I'm not like Vince McMahon has been nice enough to be cool about this. I'm not like going to go he, into his yard no, and no jericho has been very very upfront and honest about the whole thing and vince has been very uh accommodating with him like you go do your thing you know but he's like no he's not gonna he's not stupid he's not gonna bite the hand and feeds him he said you know he said a minute uh he did new japan he started getting he started getting calls from indies all over the states and he's like no you he's like i'll i'll only wrestle for wwe in the states I won't wrestle for it, you know. Right. So that's now the latest is the Young Bucks are the Bucks of Jericho, or are they Y two Jacksons? We don't know what they're going to be called. Right, they're trying to decide. Yeah, but they are. But think- they are, they're teaming up at the on the Jericho cruise. They finally announced that that they will be a tag team. The three of them. They're all he in this this week's being the elite. Uh, he uh, invites them into Alpha Club. So now they're a legitimate club because there's three of them. <laughs> yeah. Now so, you can't, you're not allowed to even go on the Jericho cruise until you've gone down to Sammy's birthday in Cabo. You got to keep these trips in order. That's true. And, and I'm, I'm like, I, you know, I'm already booked. Um, I'm already booked the Jericho cruise dates. Like I'm already got bookings to do shows in Vancouver. So it's just like, yeah. it's like, I thought like, oh, if it was leaving LA, you know, maybe I could go down, but no, it's leaving Florida. There's no way I can even get there, and I want to be a part of it. I want to go on it, but if this one's a mm-hmm. success, there'll be another one next year. And what I really yeah. want to do is, I want to get talking wrestling on that boat. I want to be able to open shows for comics, and I want to be able to be able to do my own podcast. I don't have to do them live, yeah. but I want to be able to chase people yeah. down and get uh, podcast interviews. And um, totally, and I think that's totally possible, and it'd be a nice way to write off a vacation. So, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But uh, we're winding down. Um, we're we're uh, yeah, we got about a couple minutes left. I just wanted to um, you know take the time, and I know I've done it before. But I want to thank you um, because 
you know, this is the first year anniversary of our show. Uh, we did 51 episodes last year. We had a one fuck up week with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, which didn't happen. But, uh, but you know, it's one week too many off. Screwdrivers. Yeah, too many screw, too many screwdrivers on his part. And uh, but what happened is uh, neither here nor there. But the fact is, is I yeah. wouldn't have this podcast if you didn't invite me down in 2014 to be a part of yours. And uh, wow. you know, and I told this to Matt. I was like, you know, um, you know, oldest bone can be its own podcast. When I look at, when I think of. If there was a spinoff of your show, I like to think that Talking Wrestling is a spinoff. <laughs> well, Oldest Bone yeah. is its own thing. It's not a spinoff at all. <laughs> you know, Unrelated. It's a spinoff of yeah. uh, Goof Troop, maybe. So, um, right. you know, but uh, but I love We Watch Wrestling, and I thank you for always bringing me down and let me have a voice on there, and because uh, it led to this. And um, yeah, yeah, and I can't imagine, like, you know, I I used to fill out contests to you know have lunch with ricky steamboat or you know like i remember in wwf magazine you'd see like win a, a day with the macho man like i used to w- enter these things and now yeah i live them i get i get yeah. to have dinner with ricky steamboat and hang out with him i get to have breakfast with ted dibiase you know and it like yeah and it's 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 mind-boggling and it's cool and uh this year coming up this we just finished the first year but next year you know um we have some great hopefully some great guests lined up and uh we're just gonna keep on rocking but i couldn't have done it without you vince thank you very much and just thanks for being awesome and continued success on your show as well dude of course and and i think that um you know you you obviously are uh um the biggest part of your own success is that you are a, a really funny guy and a, and a, a super fan. And so, you know, you may have, it may have sparked an idea for you, but, but you are the reason for the season, dude. So don't discount any part of that. <laughs> the reason for the season. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I'm going to let you go. Um, say hi to uh, Georgia and the cats and, uh, I will. and uh, you know, and just, keep on keep it on and i'll i'll hear you uh wednesday when i listen to you guys and uh talk to you when you can't hear me so awesome. all right dude so and listen man november is the latest that's the latest that you're allowed to be back down here in la so so get get, get it cracking all right we will have a great one all right. talk to you all soon right, man. bye Thanks. vince averill everyone from we watch wrestling all right so folks that was um a great interview with one of my best friends, Vince Averill. We watch wrestling. Uh, thank you, folks, for tuning in to our year anniversary show. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, here's to another year. We're starting right now. This is the first episode of year two, season two of Talking Wrestling, Never Sleeps Network. Thank you for uh, everything. And uh, thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears for a bit. And uh, thanks for joining us this week on Talking Wrestling. See you again soon. Bye now. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 